Welcome to Mysterious Goings On, the podcast about creativity, writing, and mystery. Every week, we talk about all kinds of great fiction and meet the people who write it. We also feature explorations about creativity in all walks of life. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will join you right after this. Hey there, listeners. Alex Greenwood here. You know, one thing I love about hosting Mysterious Goings On is I get to ask the questions I'd want answered if I wasn't the host. That's the questions I ask. But also, I don't just ask questions. I have a give and take. I have a conversation. And I have it on a pretty good authority that the guests really like that style. Don't believe me? Listen to John Gilstrap, New York Times bestselling author of Blue Fire... Crimson Phoenix, and lots more. You know, I would tell you that I do, I've been doing this for 26 years, so I've, I don't know how many interviews I've done over time, but this, this is my favorite kind. I like having a discussion. Uh, less experienced interviewers have their list of questions, and you answer their question, and if during the course of answering their question you confess to the Kennedy assassination, they won't pursue that because they've got to get on to the next question. You know? I'm, it's question, question seven. Thank you, uh, Mr. Oswald. Yes. Where do you get your ideas? <laughs> That's your favorite question, isn't it? Um, that is. That is. There. What can I tell you? Right from the horse's mouth. We have a good time on Mysterious Goings On, and I hope you'll subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, if you want to learn more, go to mgopod.com. Thanks so much for listening, and of course, keep reading. Today, we're venturing into territories kind of the road less traveled for the show, but no less intriguing. We rarely discuss books grounded with the romantic or spiritual angles. So I thought, you know, it was high time we did so. And wow, that's why I'm thrilled to welcome H.L. Howard to the show. His book, A Journey Must Be Taken Playlist, brings us a story that is as compelling as it is enlightening. H.L. Uh, Howard was born and raised in China and is now a successful businessman in America for the past 25 years. He brings us a story inspired by his own experiences during the COVID-19 pandemic and a transformative love story with someone decades younger invites us to ponder the role of fate in romance. Blending Eastern philosophy with uh, Western spirituality, Howard's narrative promises to be a journey of love, heartbreak, and redemption. H.L. Howard, welcome to Mysterious Goings On. Thanks, Alex, for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah. We don't normally do a lot of uh, your types of books, so I was kind of excited to do one. That's uh, we do we usually do a lot more mystery and and some you know that kind of genre. But there is mystery and romance, is there not? Right. Yeah, uh, um, I'm so excited to be on your show. Uh, you know, uh, I just come out from uh, watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, that was a, a very nice experience. Uh, you know, congratulate for the, uh, the Kansas Chiefs win, uh, and also uh, your San, San Francisco 49ers is like uh, a, a astounding performance. And yeah. of course, I love it. But the reason I want to mention this is, uh, you know, there's a fairy tale story over there. Uh, you know, I I I'm not a diehard uh, Super Bowl fan all the uh 
uh, Chavez is fine. Uh, but, you know, Taylor Swift, Chavez is, is kind of like a, a, a story, like, like when Taylor Swift was sitting on uh, on the, uh, you know, audience, people want to have this kind of like fairy tale story happen, have the, the happy ending of the day, uh, which, which it end up with last six second, that miracle happened. <laughs> well, what I try to say here is, uh, you know, uh, for the uh, Terrace, Terrace uh, Swift and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Travis Fine, and, and on that time, you just have to believe uh, it's a wish fulfillment, that it's a miracle happened here. Um, so miracle does happen, it does happen at the last moment of the year. That's related to why I mentioned here is, uh, you know, my book is about the uh, magic power. Uh, I was inspired by the uh, magic power of tarot. Uh, I was happening, stomping uh, a few video uh, during the pandemic time, you know, work from home alone, sad news everywhere. And I I was shocked to know all those reading, uh, some of reading, I'm Taurus, uh, uh, resonated in my life, especially in my corporate life. Um, so because of that, I followed uh, uh, for a, a period of time, I started to feel the, the power of the those tarot reading I feel there is an invisible hand to lead us, especially lead me to a, a successful life. I feel the compel to bring this story to public. It's like, oh my gosh, this is this is such a great story. How can I bring it into the public? It's little voice in my head, and I starting to sit down to to write. At each chapter, a twist of turn, there is a tarot reader to to basically come out, a message come out to say, hey, is this going to happen? Not literally happen, it's like, uh, you know, you can apply to what I'm thinking on that moment that come up uh, of a tweet, uh, like end of a chapter. Uh, uh, and that's where I am. Well, let's take a step back for the uninitiated among our listeners. Tell us a little bit about the origins of the tarot and what the tarot is. I know a little bit about it. I even have a deck of tarot cards, but I could not tell you for one moment the origins of tarot. Would you mind sharing that with us? Sure. Uh, I think the uh, you know tarot reading is based on the, all the zodiac sign. Uh, zodiac system. Uh, most I I remember is. In I I saw a, a picture come up with the you know the old time like uh like Greek area or maybe it's come from the Mes Mesopotamian uh on that area, so that's the first uh, zodiac sign system. You know you have a Taurus, Libra, uh you know uh. Capricorn, uh, all those signs. Uh, right. I, I my book a major focus on the fuel related uh, Taurus and Libra, um, and uh, I think the in the Roman time, uh, even though needs up, people use 
the girl and the work reading to predict things. Uh, and uh, uh, that's person by person. Uh, in the recently, because of all those social media, uh, it's, it's become, uh, you can access by a couple of click. Uh, yeah. It's free, uh, it's available. And as you listen, a lot of uh, you know talking may not related with you, mm -hmm. but when you relate to what you are doing, you found out. Uh, I, I I can say you found out. I found out myself. It's it it's kind of reflected what I'm I thought. Uh, in the way of each thought, each initiative, in my mind. I could find the corresponding tar reading talk about it. Huh, interesting. Yeah, the human mind seeks connections, though, and uh, sometimes people will. The human mind might take a, a coincidence and attach meaning to it, right? Because it fits the narrative they're trying to to go for. I'm not challenging, you know, your belief in tarot. I'm just saying, but isn't that true about the human mind that we do see connections for sometimes wildly disparate events that really aren't connected? It seems random, right? right, right. Random set of event, uh, but ultimately leads to an outcome, which is we call the fate. Right. Um, but to that sense, you 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 feel like the, you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's may connect with it. But as times goes by, you say the connection, connect the dot. Right. That's I, I don't know any other people's experience, but it is my experience. Because you you saw a pattern. It wasn't there again, there I go again, but human minds seek patterns, but there was a pattern over time of these events that were tied directly to your readings, is what I'm hearing. Right. Okay. So could you, okay, now that I, I'm sorry, I took you out of a, a kind of into a, a blind alley to talk about that, but I want to make sure our guests, our listeners understood that. So tell us if you would give us kind of like, if I was on an elevator with you for a few minutes, uh, that maybe you had to, a lot of stops, tell me what the book's about. Uh, yes, so my book, uh, Jenny Must Be Taken Playlist, uh, is a contemporary romance book, a part of based on my uh, you know, real life experience, especially on corporate life during the pandemic time as a background. Um, you know, my book is touched the taboo story mm -hmm. uh, involved two big couple uh, with insurmountable obstacle in terms of social norm. Right. Because of extremely uh, fear to expose to public life extremely isolation, uh, you know, a crypto-like uh, baby talking style playlist was used uh, by the female character to express their love feeling. Uh, you know, all those throughout the book, uh, it demonstrated the wisdom of the very ancient wisdom of the love knows no boundary. Right. Not the age gap, not the wealth gap, not the geographic difference, di distance. Uh, it depicts like the how destiny set by fate could be guided by invisible hand. 
Mm. People said about that. I gave uh, uh, some physical evidence to try to uh, connect those dots. You know, some people call it as an epic story of uh, about the spiritual self-discovery. Some people call it the pandemic scar, literacy. But I, I call it as co-creation with universe energy. Well, you know, uh, the the thing I like too is that it's called, as I said, the, the title of the book is A Journey Must Be Taken Playlist. So you're using musical playlist as a narrative tool, correct? Is, is, yeah. Right, okay. And so the creative use of musical playlists in your book, it's fascinating. Uh, it it kind of reminds me, there's a movie from 24 years ago now, I can't believe it's, it's if you haven't heard of it, I understand because you've been in the United States about 25 years, right? So uh, uh, it's called High Fidelity with the actor John Cusack, but he's a record store owner and he's a compulsive list maker. And he recounts his top five relationship breakups, including the one in progress. And he uses music to punctuate the emotion of each one, right? And so when I heard about your book, I thought, oh my goodness, this is the, maybe this is a new kind of form of that. Um, so could you elaborate on how music helped channel the love story within your book? Sure. Uh, you know, as you say, the music really uh, can resonate with people. Uh, it's it's a powerful language to break the barrier between, uh, you know, people's mind across the space and the times. Uh, it the playlist itself, a song is made up of a, 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 a title mm -hmm. and the band or singer. Now, a set of song will give you meaning, you know, uh, with much more imagination uh, uh, space, uh, especially using as uh, uh, as kind of uh, love language. Uh -huh. So, so when when. When the female character Hiroi posts a set of songs, uh, late uh, to co-create, like share with the protagonist, the protagonist has to be understand based on the the event, uh, and uh, you know you can uh, understand that on the positive side you can uh, uh, you can uh, develop a storyline, and you can also develop another storyline on the negative side. So uh, the the sharing process will be uh, cross checked by the tarot reading. The tarot reading will say, "Hey, you know this is uh, this is how the energies show up." Uh, so that that is where uh, the that is how the playlist is 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 powerful uh, as as one of the storyline to needs in this this book. What about this? What about the kind of this cultural fusion? Now, having lived in both Eastern and Western cultures, right. how do you think your cultural background has shaped your views on love and destiny? And how, and how do you reconcile the differing philosophies of East and West in your personal life and the book? That That is very interesting questions. Um, I, I think the... Uh, you know, music, music is a universal language. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, no matter uh, what the uh, nationality or the culture background, uh, you know, people just love Taylor Swift or people <laughs> love Beethoven, right? 
Uh, right. Uh, the difference is the style is the, uh, you know, as as in my book, we are using, uh, I'm using the uh, a set of name uh, as a uh, name and a singer as they uh, connect to uh, the expression. Right. So I'm not using that kind of, 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 of style music. It's just using the name as part of the expression. Um, so uh, there is the, the 5,000 year history in, in, in China. Uh, compare us, you know, 200, 200, uh, 200 years of history. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, our music have much richer uh, and all the uh, field, the, the, you know, ex, ex, uh, the music field, a different style, uh, you know, are, are free to explore. But I guess uh, in there, uh, there, there is uh, a more on the control uh, uh, minor on fashion on that. I would, yeah. I but so it's, there's so many contrasts here uh, with your book. I mean, you have the age difference. You have, you have this the East-West kind of thought that we just discussed. Um, then just musical tastes differ. They do, as you said. You know, some. My daughter is eight. Is is Taylor Swift all the way? She's fifteen. Um, I think Taylor Swift is fine, but it's not really my my thing. Um, she 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 just thinks dad listens to old man music, but she likes she likes my music, and that's the thing is that I love that I can respect Taylor Swift and not make her my favorite, right? right? And she does the same back to me with what I've listened to in the car since she was little. So, but I your point about you know music is the, it's the language uh, to me it is a love language totally. Um, so I I totally agree with that. L let me ask you a quick question though about the writing itself. This is correct me please if I'm wrong. Is this your first book? Yes, it's my debut uh, book. It's your, okay, yeah. So, okay, where did you get the idea that that H. L. Howard could sit down and write a book? Yeah, as I said again, it's it's literally come from the the magical power of tarot and mm -hmm. working. Uh, I I was compelled to bring uh this power right. of tarot into the public. You know, I thought of a lot of way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I can write a diary, right? I can write the, uh, you know, some blog post, blog post. Uh, but I, I think the, you know, a, a book could uh, uh, really uh, uh, give a, a broader audience. Uh, right. You know, last uh, you know, taste of time. Uh, I, I, I think the, you know, uh, when, when I. Uh, listen to all those uh, during the pandemic time is really like a, I don't have anything to do I listen to a tarot reading connect the dot I, I I come up with, you know when I think about it I, I, I as I you know go to beach to have a walk and uh, uh, and stay at home those ideas I just come up with naturally yeah. Uh, and I don't even know when I started. I don't even know the end of, uh, of a result. How do I end it? Right. But no, I can start it. As every steps, I kind of you know uh, 
goal is the what Tarot of Orc reading talk about over there related with what I'm doing and come up with some plot. Right. That's what I would say. Yeah. Was it so you, uh, your 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 corporate life, um, but you've never really been a writer until this book, as far as I, I understand. Uh, was it difficult, though, just in the writing, the mechanics of writing, though? Um, I get that you're inspired and where you, you believe that there's there's some intervention there. But was it was it tough for you to sit down and write? It is. Uh, it is tough. Uh, I I was, uh, um, you know, have a childhood dream, always want to be uh, write something. I was uh, actually uh, on the top student on my uh, literacy, like uh, uh, on, uh, all day, uh, yeah. In corporate life, we don't write uh, that kind of long, and always write a short uh, statement. Uh, you know, uh, do a, a, a project plan stuff like that. Um, it's it's hard to see the to write, but I feel like it's like a mission to do it. Right. Uh, and uh, I did. Uh, um, apply some methodology, uh, like the, you know, uh, quick deployment, uh, iterate, uh, you know, uh, do a small piece. Uh, uh, I literally wrote the uh, this script eight times, uh, eight draft before, wow. before uh, you know, it's sent to professional editor going through the, all those publishing process. Right. Uh, and and I feel uh, you know that learning process is is, is such a, a, a experience uh, to learn and carry. Do you do you foresee writing uh, another book? Oh yeah, uh, there is a, a such a uh, it's like open a, a huge door for me. Right. Uh, and even now uh, for this this book, you know, I feel. Not I feel, and I fully believe it's going to be successful. Uh, not because I have a couple layer, you know, taboo story, music playlist, uh, you know, terror power, but I think that because uh, it's co-created with uh, with universe, I, I think it's their work, not my work. Uh, part of it's because it just goes through my hand to write it out. I, I truly believe this this book will. Uh, um, go to public and got got uh, adopted into pop culture, help it out with uh, uh, all the people are struggling. Um, you know, like true love. How do you get the true love together? Uh, my book have a uh, you know uh, showcase that the true love could be uh, going through the three ingredients. Uh, the one ingredient is needs to be mutual. Uh, wish fulfillment, right? Other ones go candidate, and secondly, love needs to be right into star. You know, even though it's a public slogan, it really means is love needs to be right into star, which is zodiac system mm -hmm. like Taurus, right? So by doing by, you can read, you can you can you can understand, you can sense your energy. At your true love's tarot reading, and you also can see your energy. You can see your energy in your zodiac sign reading for your loved one. Right. That's 
that's called the love is right in the star. Uh, and the third ingredient is the co-create with spirit and divine in in terms of a spirituality on some project. You know, you may write a book, write a song, uh, you know, love in music, uh, you know, like Terrace Terrace Swift and uh, um, in in that case, is they they basically hate the awful. Uh, you know, they watch, they attend their each other's event. Right. Uh, so do something together. Uh, so in that way, it's co-created with with the spirit and divine uh, universal energies. If I would say, those three ingredients is essential for a true love success. Uh, and uh, you know, th that transformation needs to happen with this spirituality growth. You know, it's it's really remarkable to look at the the book. The book came out just recently, correct? I, I think you came out, uh, I'm trying to remember here. Sorry, I'm going to check, just to double check here. Like, yeah, uh, so January 11, it comes out of 2023. But you've got these wonderful reviews. And I, I've got to quote one really quick, if you don't mind. This is from a reviewer, verified purchaser, who said, beautifully crafted, five stars. I'm always a sucker for a romance that plays with fate. There's just something about the twisting of red thread and the flipping of the cards. Howard paints a beautiful journey with all the trials and tribulations one would expect of such a grand romance, spanning time and oceans. It helps that both Libby and Tari are both are well-written in a way that makes them appear not only lifelike, but familiar to the reader. They almost are genuine people we should know. It takes a very special sort of talent to achieve that. Well, I'm sorry you got such poor reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of many that are just gushing over this book <laughs> thank you um yeah i i, I hope your reader um uh, could uh, read it from some way i hope this book uh sometime someday sometime 90 on the movie have more people know this power uh you know not only tarot i think the invisible hand um, literally, uh, I think one of the things I want um, your reader or your, um, whoever can read my book, uh, get it out from that book is, uh, the first of all, no matter how their situation is, always have faith. Oh. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, in that, uh, to go back to that, uh, uh, Terrence Swift, uh, Travis Fine, is like, you have the face. Last second, sixty second, you have us touch, touch it on. <laughs> right. How magic is that? That's the first and second uh, is the, you know, I I fully believe the God, uh, the, the 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 deity or spirit and divine, are broadcasting their their message. I try to guide us to the right. success. Usually to tune in, to meditate, to pray, to uh. You know, if the one way you can listen to reading to relate it with your instincts or your intuition to grow spirituality, that will definitely help. Um, and the third is the you know we we need to uh, think about the living the now moment because the past is already gone. We cannot change it. Future is not here yet. We don't know it's going to come as what we expect it to come. So now moment is, is where we, we just make our best effort to make it happen. 
leave the burden to, you know, the God, Jesus, whoever God we believe in, have them to share the bar burden of life. That's a it's a Stoic philosophy as well. The Stoics believe you 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 you're wasting your time if you live in the past. You cannot do anything about the future. All you can do is live in now. Um, and I love it because as someone who has had some anxiety issues in my life, I realized that this is part of the reason it's hearing this is anxiety is just fear of, what, of the unknown and what's going to happen next. And oh my gosh, I'm preparing for it and always like this. And if you just do what you say, uh, be receptive to what's going to happen, but live in the now. And I think that's just a, if, if that alone, is a message of this book. I think it's a triumph. But you've got so much more in there, so much more. Uh, I, I go ahead. Yeah. Right. I would just want to say, uh, you know, like you said, the people who are about the tomorrow. Uh, tarot, from my experience, tarot can predict what what will happen one day or two day ahead of time. Uh, I I'm not the advertise anything. Right. Uh, you know, a lot a couple one week ago I talked to one of of uh, of uh, I have one interview. I told the host, uh, uh, you know, a week ago the one tarader uh, said, "Hey, be careful this week. I'm Taurus, right? Uh, you know, you may have the, the in the kitchen have sharp life. Uh, be careful of, of of that. And I did have a, a card uh, next week. Uh, I I actually showed the, <laughs> my finger. It was card. So. Uh, what they said is is really don't uh you know you can really use this as a tool to understand what's coming uh when it it did come it does come you you don't you're not afraid you basically said oh yeah I know uh that that was really bad that was the expectation and you're not afraid anymore. I wonder if there's anything coming up for we Gemini's I should worry about, but you know, again, I can't live in fear, right? Uh, um, oh my goodness, that's this a journey must be taken by H.L. Howard. I am looking right now at a wonderful website. It's the Melvilleverse, right? And I'm going to put a link in the show notes because it's too hard to spell. dot uh, com, but it's you've got a link to the book where you can buy it, which is available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Apple Book, Ingram Spark now. There's there's more information about our, our new friend H.L. Howard. Um, some, and of course, the cover, which you'll see in the show notes at mgopod.com, is gorgeous. I love the way the artist wove in the tarot um, it's with with the city and the, the journey and the path. And it's just it's just a gorgeous book. And I, uh, I I recommend particularly if you're like I'm no kidding, if you're like nearly a dozen people on Amazon who've reviewed this just gushing about it that you should check it out and it is it is worth your time every bit you can get it in Kindle hardcover or paperback uh H.L. Howard I'm going to throw it back to you for the last word but uh I just wanted to thank you very much for being here on Mysterious Goings On. Alex I really appreciate that uh, to have me on your show Thanks for joining us on Mysterious Goings On. Be sure to follow Mysterious Goings On wherever you get your podcast and never miss an episode. Don't forget, you can get the links to books and other things mentioned on the show at mgopod.com. Until next time, keep reading. Keep reading.